which there's quite a bit. Good. Well, clue me in. There we go. All right. Oh, <laughs> this is Slappercast episode number 38. It is a uh, somewhat dreary Monday morning. Just visually, it's actually very pleasant outside. Uh, got the hints of a cold front hitting us. I think there's, there's colder temperatures coming later today. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Dallas got decimated last night with uh, with uh, tornadoes. Know, yeah. And uh, so we, we wish all our friends up in Dallas safety and you know yeah good good, good weather so yeah that's it they, they, they got pummeled last night so you know something serious is happening when you see people marking themselves safe on facebook <laughs> mm, that's that there's an asterisk there <laughs> yeah what a weekend so um we were we totally. were pirates for uh just about most of the weekend and uh got to see all our friends up at the uh Texas Renaissance Fair, and we got to see a bunch of really well-dressed pirates out at Woodrow's yep. on Friday night, which if you're an Astro fan, which I know you all are, you were, uh, you were probably disappointed on Friday, but it was it was it, uh, absolutely worked out for the best mm-hmm. because um, so we, we had the <laughs> we had the the flood, the biblical floods, the, the um, talk like a pirate day. So that was canceled. Yeah. Uh, but they moved it to last Friday. And a uh, bunch of really good, well-dressed pirates showed up. And we had Jeff Duncan sitting in on fiddle. And, of course, nobody nobody has got better pirate gear than Jeff. Yeah. I mean. Pretty much any costume. He's like, yeah. oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a, and, he, and he did fantastic. We threw four new, four, four songs he'd never heard. Adam mm-hmm. the night before we played and he played he played them very well and uh we had a we had great fun and his his parents came out and his cousin was in from Canada. Uh but you know, but because of the game, the game was rescheduled as well because uh New York is a uh, crappy weather and team. <laughs> and uh so we had to wait until the game finished. But in fairness to Woodrow's yeah, little Woodrow's and Katie, they were that staff was a machine getting getting the place ready for us and we were up and running within yeah. about 40 minutes which is pretty incredible when you think of you know you know four guys lights sound everything so a great room great yeah. staff and we, we really we, easy load in yeah yeah <laughs> whenever you can back the van up straight to the the door that's 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 a plus yeah yeah so so friday was little, we were discombobulated a little bit you know with the with the late start and you know you know we couldn't load in until the, the, the absolute over. end of the game, yeah. and then people were upset too because we're in New York and we lost, and we, you know. But the the nice thing about having home court advantage is, you know, you come back to Houston to win it, which we did on Saturday night. So uh, Saturday day, uh, yeah. Saturday day uh, went out early to the. At least I did. Went out early to the Renaissance Festival. Our uh, friends from the Isla Tortuga. Uh, the Drunken Monkey Privateers, hosts of the Lone Star Pirate Festival. Festival. Yeah, they uh, were gracious enough to give us passes to the things. So we went in there. We saw all our friends from from there, and all, the, all our Sherwood friends were in there. And just a magnificent day. A little, little warm for you know for for most people, but it was uh, everybody dressed to the nines. Great, yeah. great costume. Everyone, such a wonderful mood and. Just you know, it's 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 always a it's always so much fun to 
run into to these friends of ours and yeah everybody was complaining about the heat i, I, I didn't think it was that bad really well you were just wearing a thong at least got their their costumes on <laughs> yeah probably. but no i mean it, it it really is it it does it gets it's sweltering and we i know on a past episode we were talking about how in weston they stand in the rain and the cold and the heat and the you know they but they're they're there and and we were mm-hmm. we were very very grateful for you know the year before last or excuse me last year's um festival when people came out and stood in really awful temperatures you know it was yeah. cold and rainy and they put the sheets on man that they they were there for it and we you know but credit now to to these guys cuz you know uh, i always say that the Renaissance Fair, they either fry or they freeze. There's, there's, you know, rare a day where they're you walk around in comfort. Yeah, it really is. It's just and and but it's a testament to them and to to the to the patrons that go to this because they really throw down that there. There's the money that they spend on the garb, the time that they spend mm-hmm. on their on their costumes and the intricacies and the uh, just the sheer. I, I just it blows me away just watching these costumes. It's a fantastic place to 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 people watch. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, like I say, we have some of our some of our favorite people up there. Just to, to they work their asses off. It's there's no question about it. Yeah, a a, a huge contingent, or, or I should say that the uh, our, our Rennie contingent, <laughs> our Sherwoodians and our and our Texas Rennies comprise a, a massive percentage of our, our fan base, not just in Houston, but just across the state. And uh, so that's a, that's a market. I, I think we, sh- we talked about it. We try to start tapping it in other states too, somehow. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, you know, I, I was joking about it on Saturday night saying that, uh, that Wes, our fiddle player had, uh, had never heard Irish music when he joined us and he still hasn't heard it because we <laughs> veer in and out of, Irish music so quickly and you know often <laughs> so you know so when we're in a situation where we're kind of tapped to play that the, the Renaissance Festival wouldn't like us to play inside the walls of the festival because of our fondness of touching on Iron Maiden and you yeah, know no, yeah. BGs and but definitely I mean to do to do to to try to find the people the way that they found us here Oh, you know no, no I mean? question, no question. To do, I, yeah, sorry, to do I, shows yeah. like that, you know, because this show we weren't, to be clear, we weren't playing in the actual fair. We're playing in the campgrounds, which is the way. Because people have been asking us for a long time, why don't you ever play the fair? It's like, well, we're not a period band, <laughs> you know. We've, we've, you know, got electric guitars, and it's kind of anachronistic. So th- we've done this. We've done this now at 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 the Texas Ren Fair and at Sherwood. We've played in the campgrounds instead of actually in during the fair. We we played we played at Sherwood during their 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 Celtic music festivals, which is not meant to be. Uh, people do dress up, but it's not meant to be a period, you know, Renaissance period show. Yeah, they're not they're, trying they're, to maintain the illusion during the during the Celtic festival. But uh, but playing in the campgrounds is something I I I'd never. It, when we did this the first time we did this at Ren Fair was last year, and I think we were all surprised at how how much fun it was. I mean, not, we knew it was going to be fun, but it was just. It really it's always was. fun, but there's, 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 they take the gloves off yeah. for, for the, you know, they're, they're not drinking, you know, soda during the day. They're drinking all day yeah. and they're in the heat. Yeah. So we were kind of expecting uh, 
lackadaisical, maybe uh, just a little bit more subdued. They're not subdued. That's a that's a full on. That's foot to the floor. Mm-hmm. Pedal to metal. That is, I mean, like I said, you, you know, tip of the hat to these people putting these costumes together, magnificent costumes, and walking in this sunlight all day. You know, there's no AC out there. There's just there's you know you can the the shade is is is, is of a high value and they uh, they they live it. You know, they stay out there for weeks on end. They camp and they but. We start playing at nightfall, and you know once once the fair closes at eight, you know we start up around then, and they're full on. It's just, I mean, we we have video. Uh, Lori and uh, Chris came out, and uh, they did the uh, they did uh, they took video pictures, and they, they they all do such a tremendous job. Uh, just they're they're at home right now, hopefully napping because they're <laughs> they're getting ready for Ireland as we all are this week. So we're we're uh yeah we're <laughs> my house is a my house is a like a bomb hitter right now because my uh I, I even started packing when i got home <laughs> from the anyway so um but, but yeah just intoxicating is uh, an understatement for what we were welcomed with again mm-hmm. at the campgrounds yeah saturday night and you know like i said uh, um i'm sure chad will Post pictures or yeah, put links to it. Videos, but, yeah, yeah Lori yeah. did an amazing job and capturing the the crowd and the people. reaction and the yeah. just yeah, just the, the the enormity of that that yeah. that atmosphere. And also, she also she got rid of. We we, we have new koozies with no the on it, and yeah. uh, she's she she did a great job getting rid of a bunch of those. So we're 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 gonna have to reorder. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to. She's uh, like a, a octopus out there, just. Selling merch, <laughs> take pictures, running around, and yeah, crowd control, water, right. you know, and uh, of course Chris is out there. Just uh, Chris is Johnny on the spot for anything you need. You know, if your car needs new brakes while we're on the stage, he'll do it. They're just just phenomenal. So hopefully they're resting because Ireland is going to be insane. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm so giddy about this trip. Yeah, I think we've we've all mentioned it over the past few days that I. I'd, I'd kind of been, I mean, I obviously I knew it was coming up, but I hadn't really been thinking about it because we've been so busy. I haven't really had time to sit and think about Ireland. Uh, but now that it's the very next uh, thing on our calendar, I'm, I actually am getting really excited for it now because we haven't, it's been, it's been a couple of years since we've gone. So it's, uh, and this is also, I mean, going to places we haven't been to before. Yeah, it's going to be tremendous. And we're going to have plenty of photographs and, videos and whatnot from over there we're going to try to live stream at some point and mm-hmm. points yeah, and uh well i think next slapper cast will be from ireland oh definitely it'll, it'll have to be because this we're, we're putting this episode out tomorrow so yeah the next episode you hear after this one will be while we're in ireland and recorded in ireland and we'll probably all have irish accents yeah <laughs> because that's what happens so what, what what the next show will probably be since i'm not going to take my recording gear with me on the plane so we probably the, the next episode would be like the last one that we recorded at uh, Java Break. Yeah, Java Break in Lawrence, Kansas, where I was just recording it on my phone using my selfie stick as a as a boom stand, basically. Uh, that seemed to work pretty well. So it'll probably be uh, that's probably how the next show is going to be. And it might not be all one session. It might be several different uh, conversations recorded at different times, depending on what's going on. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think that's going to be fun. And it may just be Mike walking around with the with the phone because he's he, he's got the most to say. 
Does he? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mike's Mike turns into a, to a Sherpa on these trips. It's funny to watch him. As as most of you know, Mike is you know, high, high, high intelligence, and uh, to watch him uh, navigate the you know in places, towns that he's never been before. Mm-hmm. He just he he has a. It's great fun for me to watch him because he's not he's not a Mike is a he's an old soul and he is a and of course you know he does it he reads up on the places too which is helpful but he's yeah. he's a he just he just he kind of turns into the uh, tour guide slash uh, security guard slash you know the, mm-hmm. the it's just it's just it's, it's really fun to watch him and he's a he's he, he's the go to you know when you can't when you you know have questions of the you know of the landscape and the yeah. You know, he's a, uh, yeah, so. he really, he is, uh, he's got encyclopedic, encyclopedic, is that the word? Knowledge of almost every subject. And it's very rare that I ask him something that he, gets, that he just shrugs and says, I don't know. No, now, now in, in that regard, he will give you an answer for everything, whether he knows it or not. Right, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's where the Mike facts come in. Yes. Is, but yes, that's but at I'm, the same time, that's done out of fun. Yeah. That's, uh, you know. Yeah, but quite frequently, because early on, because he used to, obviously he does that all the time, because he, he enjoys pulling pulling one over on you if he's if he's he's an opportunity to, to do it he will but uh so early on before as we were getting to know him when he first joined the band it took me a while before i realized that he actually did know what he was talking about <laughs> most of the time well we, some things that sounded like mike facts weren't they were actually true you know yeah but like the, but it, it doesn't help that when you i'm so glad he's not here to defend himself <laughs> but uh it it doesn't help when you look like you've just robbed <laughs> rob something out of a shop every yeah. everywhere you go mike <laughs> mike ecstatic mike sleepy mike hungry mike uh you know euphoric and dismal whatever it is he's got the same expression on his face i've just stolen something and i hope i don't get caught every every time you look at him so <laughs> that's why his uh his uh Sears catalog modeling job was cut short because they you know they're like you know give me sultry and they go no stolen no yeah. so anyway so but yeah like I say I'm glad he's not here to defend himself because right. he's a so and uh, like we said as well uh, so this is Wes's first time uh, in Ireland and uh, I, I know he's looking forward to it he's he's got his tattoo his uh, his tattoo artist all lined up so uh, oh yeah because uh, Wes will get a tattoo for every city that we're playing mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have to be small tattoos because there's not that much of them. So uh, <laughs> not no, it's, yeah. So so we're yeah we're we're gonna we're, we're uh, we got a lot lot going on this week. We're kind of as we're setting up here for this podcast today, we're kind of going over the the very very short amount of time we have between you know you know and plus when we come back we, we you know we go straight back to work. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a hectic time of the year, but it's a really fun time of the year. And we're gonna we're going to um, put uh, next year's tour together. Bring yeah. now, Great you know, song, yeah. as as we start this one, we're going to uh, as we start to you know head out on this trip. We're going to be putting together next year's. So yeah, we'll have that for we'll have that for you very very soon. Yeah, hopefully, like within the next week or so, I'll have um, a page on the site where you can go to at least sign up to find out when we know. <laughs> when we have more information so so you just you can stay in the loop as easily as possible uh that way so yeah keep keep an eye on the website just click on the ireland tour information correct 
So, wait, so going back to to the to the show, our Saturday night show at the Ren Fair campgrounds. At, was I, that the night I, the Astros won the it, it was American? The, the night that they sent themselves to the World Series for the third time, and this is also at least the second time that we've been on stage while they've won that game, and uh, we didn't remember it correctly. It was a few weeks ago. We were talking about uh, the Astros a couple weeks ago when uh, they won a game back in 2005 when they, uh, Mike said he was listening to that, ep- that episode going, no, because <laughs> uh, we couldn't remember. It was, it was so long ago that we, when we were playing at the Meridian and they won a game that sent them to the yes. World Series. Yeah, we couldn't remember exactly what game that was, but that was the game that, that's no, I think the World we, Series. Yeah, I think we played the Chicago White Sox in the in the, in the World right. Series, but yeah. I don't know who we beat. Oh, to <laughs> see, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I don't know. That was the that was the the. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to pretend I know who it was. Good, but, good. <laughs> Me neither. No, I wasn't. I wasn't even into baseball that much. I'm a Houston fan. Yeah, that's right. why I right. know. But there's again, I only claim that we have Astros and Rockets. That's it. Yeah. Your football and your table tennis and your underwater, you know, spitting contests and whatnot. That's, that's, yeah, that's that those teams. Yeah. Good night. I, I was thinking about that because we were just recently talking about that night when they, when they won that game and it was, it was just kind of cool. It was like, that's ah, happening again. This is so cool. And we actually recorded it. Um, and I was actually, um, I, I started mixing this show last night, uh, when I was out for coffee and uh, it already sounds really good. So what I'm going to do um, is for our Patreon supporters, I'm going to put up a quick mix of, uh, we were playing, we were right in the middle of bog songs when Altuve hit the home run that won that game that sent them to the World Series. Two out, bottom of the ninth. Yeah. One on. Yeah. And so home run. we were right in the middle of the song. And it just right after, uh, it was while Patrick was singing, Mike, Mike was monitoring the game on his phone. <laughs> Set up next to him on it. Yeah, that's nothing new for, for <laughs> band members to be on their phone while we're playing. Go, go, carry on. Yeah. So he, he was keeping an eye on the score, and he all, all of a sudden Mike starts, starts going, woo, woo, a couple of times. And I turned around and looked at him. I just said, that was that? It's like, yeah, yeah. So um, you can hear all that. on, on And then Patrick started uh, changing the lyrics on the next verse to reflect what that just happened. That doesn't sound right. It was, yeah, it's very that rare. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. happens. Um, yeah, and our yeah. friend uh, Jack Gonzo had his phone out, and he was he he he, you know, expanded the the, the screen to show me that oh, we good, that, good. that we had won at six to four. Yeah. So anybody that even cares or doesn't care about it, well, so what happened was in the game the uh, the Yankees tied it up in the in the top of the ninth, two run homer to make it four to four, and then bottom of the ninth, two out. You know, they they they, they walked George Springer, and then uh, Jose Altuve knocks it out of the park. So we were anticipating, I, I, the, the, it's easy to say now, but I had no doubt we were winning that game. And it, it's, it's on tape from our Friday night show when we lost. Yeah. And it's, I said, you know, except I had no doubt. However, you do get a little nervous too, because there's the, the nice thing about being in the campgrounds is there's not a lot of people on their phones. Not a lot of people. And the, the, the crowd and Chad will post this, the, the crowd reactions that, Lori recorded and you can hear it on the recordings or I mean that audience those people were so loud mm-hmm. and it was just it, it it felt like a stadium so yeah there was several hundred people yeah crammed was, into a very small yeah, area yeah yeah 
Uh, but I could see in the distance, I could see a television in one of the campers. And, uh. and I could, uh, and my eyesight's not the greatest, but I forced myself to say, and I, and I knew it's the bottom of the night because people are, are, uh, are keeping us posted, you know, on the, on the score. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so you could see in the distance, you could see the, and I knew it was bottom of the ninth too because, like I say, people are keeping you know keeping us up to speed, and uh, so I could see that there was there was re- reaction you know on the on the TV. I could, there was Houston ce- you know celebratory, yeah, stuff happening on on the screen, but you can't see what it is. And you, but I knew it was the bottom of the ninth, so I just, but at the same time, as I wonder if you know what could, so all things said, then. The, the it was just like little pockets of ex, of explosions right. starting all over the place yeah. and people were just and the electricity that 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 was yeah that was in in in, in the area was uh kind of like thinking about the scenes from from movies where something dramatic has happened and everybody's cell phones start going off yeah <laughs> and you know of course we're in Houston of course we're you know we're very one sided but we we we've just we've heard horror stories of the of the, the the you know the fans in uh, in Yankee Stadium, you know how the how our our uh, our fans were treated and oh really yeah oh what yeah happened? oh yeah just 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 the 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 coach uh, AJ Hinch his family was had beer thrown on them and there was oh, scre- screaming on. all kinds of yeah it's just it's just the, the sports the sportsmanship was just not it's of course it's not everywhere but it was it was uh, yeah uh, anyway so we're that just sucks. very very glad to have Houston representing us in the, and I call it the championship. I don't call it the world series until there's more than just Canada, you know, representing. So it's, it's, it's fitting too. And I, again, I'm not really, as I've explained in previous episodes, I'm not really invested in sports. I do get excited when, when a team I care about, uh, is, is doing well, but I, it's, it's, uh, but it's for me, it's, it's kind of funny because I, I used to live in New York and when I, when I lived there, when the Yankees were doing well, that was always exciting. It was again, it was kind of hard to not get caught up in the excitement. Yeah, and the Yankees did win the World Series while I was living there. But I just remember the excitement on the street in New York. This is true for any city, but since New York is a pedestrian city and you're out amongst your neighbors, you you soak up the excitement really easily. And when something like that is happening in the city, so when when the Yankees were doing well, I mean, just everybody was in a good mood. It was uh, it was pretty cool. So, but it's us also kind of come on, <laughs> to be on the other end of it now, being back home in Houston and having having Astros doing well, having beat the Yankees to get there. Yeah, well, wonderful time, wonderful time, and uh, even even as we're speaking here on this uh, podcast number thirty something, thirty eight, um, the 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 sun's even come out now. I think it's yeah. Uh, I think it's a sign. I think it's a sign. Yeah, but uh, no, we we're we're not taking away from the Isle of Tortuga show. With our, our drunken monkey privateers, you know the Astro thing. That was extremely exciting. However, with or without that game, that night was electric. Oh yeah, the crowd participation. The and I want, also want to thank uh, Captain Morgan's for uh, presenting the show. Mm-hmm. They uh, they were very generous, and we're so, we're so pleased with the the generosity and the. Uh, all the stuff they've done for us, but they, uh, you know, they're, I believe, going to be on board for the Lone Star Pirate Festival in 2020. Yeah. So, um, uh, and the date's been set, right? It has been set. July. July. Let me check. I just put it on the calendar. Good man. So yeah, we're 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 back. I would mark your calendar now because yeah. they not only knocked it out of the park. Sorry, Astros. They uh, 
as far as entertainment and decoration and just start to finish class, mm -hmm. they really put together a phenomenal event. And uh, we're lucky enough to be asked back. Yeah. For the first year, too. I most, know. Most festivals, when they get started, just kind of limp along because it's, it's not easy putting these things together. It's, it's actually quite a bit of work involved. But it, it just went off without a hitch. I mean, apart yeah. from the fact that they ran out of rum. Rum! Well, that's not going to happen again. No, it will not. And uh, so, it's, again, it's going to be at Warehouse Live. Because uh, they, they was, it was a huge night for, for them. So they were basically uh, begging for begging it. Begging for them back. So, yeah, it's going to be July Saturday, July 18th, 2020. Yes. Lone Star Pirate Festival. Yeah. Write it down, kids. Yeah. That's going to be, you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Drunken Monkey Privateers, people put this on, they have been so gracious to us. It's just so, every, every, you know, events that we've done, they've come out and supported it and yep. brought and advertised for us and brought people out. So we're, yep. we're, we're definitely grateful and we're indebted to the yeah. Penland family. And yeah, we just, we just had so much fun. And, and, and again, this is, you know, after, a, 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 you know, everybody being out in the sun and the heat for the whole day, to see that many people still in costumes, still in, you know, and even the ones that came, you know, came back and showered and, you know, came back in, in civilian clothes or muggles, uh, as they're called. Um, yeah. They, the energy level was, was maximum, just peaked the, the whole time. Yeah. And, 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 and so I think we did three sets. We finished about 1230, mm -hmm. quarter to one. Yeah, we went, went a bit long. Too. Yeah. But we, you, you, we, we couldn't stop. Yeah. I mean, we just could not stop. They were just uh, insatiable. And the, the, again, the noise coming back at us was, was, was phenomenal. And they were so well behaved. You know, you, you just think like that. You know, I would, if, I'm, if, I was, if I was a punter in that situation, I, I'd probably, you know, I'd probably, you know, look for some, look for some mischief. Yeah. Uh, but, they were just well behaved, drank their faces off, and we just we had a great time. Yeah. And, and and nobody had to drive. Everybody everybody stayed. Yeah, that's a, you that's, know that's definitely one of the reasons people love going there. It's just just stagger back to your tent and just yeah, just yeah, let yourself go. Yeah, but yeah, again, I, I sort sort of like we've talked about it, how the college state we were always surprised at how well uh, the the students are at College Station. Abandons. You see a set of bands, yeah. yeah. How how well behaved they are, even when they're, uh, even when they're, you know, fall, falling over drunk, or close to it. Very rarely have we ever had crowd control issues with with uh, with the kids at Abandons, uh, which is saying something because they do know how to party, and that is a very confined space where they're they're pre pre basically right up against us with plenty of little steps and stuff to trip over, <laughs> fall into us and stuff. And that so rarely ever happens there. And for this show, you know, with a, a campground full of drunk <laughs> Rennies and pirates, some of whom don't, you know, the the thing, one of the things that makes that makes that show so powerful is that is the discoverability of it because it's a sprawling campground. There's there's hundreds and hundreds of people there, probably thousands. I don't know how many people. thousands. Yeah. Yes. So it's it, at night. You know, they got the the fair which goes on during the day where you go in there dressed up and it's you know. Of course, supposed to be a recreation of a Renaissance period, um, England or whatever it's supposed to be. And then the campground is basically anything goes. Um, some people are still dressed up out there, but there's it's basically just this huge 
you know, uh, there's, there's mobile homes, there's tents, uh, there's vendors out there selling food, uh, all kinds of parties going on. And the show that we were, that they were had, there's no, there's no, once you get the pay to, to get into the campground, but once you're there, it's like you have your, your run of the place. And, and uh, the party that was being held at, at Isle of Tortuga by our friends was free. You, they did have a VIP section, but to just walk up and watch the show was free. So there, there was, and they a, invited everybody. They, everybody was invited. Nobody left out. So I, I this is, we did this last year and it was great, but that was, uh, we didn't they didn't really uh, promote it uh until the day of i think and uh we did have a huge crowd that night so but this time they they've been pushing it for several weeks ahead of time so i thought or months actually i was expecting it to be insane <laughs> because you've got all you know thousands you're tapping the, the yeah thousands of drunk people around you yeah but no yeah were they were they partying were they were they energetic yes were they causing trouble no, <laughs> there, there was only yeah. one. There's one point. There was a, a a guy who was had a bit too much. Who who sat at, on the edge of the stage? No, that was about call the cops. That was about it. Yeah, that's all that happened. You know, so yeah. That that was I was that was. Impressive. But they they the, so last year they they built they, they put us on a on a flatbed trailer, and uh, this year they built a stage. Yes, and, and I'm not I'm not talking about you know putting you know four you know, four pallets on the ground and nailing a piece of plywood. This was a stage you could have driven a tank across. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was plenty of room and they put, they put masks up in the back so we could, would have the, have our banner and which they made for us, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Uh, so we got the banner up and we got the, you know, uh, we brought our sound, which we prefer anyway. And, uh, but you, you could hear us for miles around, no question. And that, but the stage was, was was fantastic. They, they was, it just was really well built, sturdy as all get out, and and then they they decorated the, the place too. To, I'll, I'll I'll have to call Zach for some photographs of. But they had you know the the two ships on the on the entrance, you know to 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 mm-hmm. their to their the 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 camping grounds is uh, divided up into aisles into you know uh, these lanes you know which so there would be campers and tents and pickup trucks all kinds of stuff with with tents on the back of them it was just. Um, so there's rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of these yeah. tents and, you know, um, all these, all their living quarters, you know, for the, for the, for the weeks that they're out there. And, uh, so they, but they decorated the whole, that, that, you know, lights all the way around the, mm-hmm. the, the top, you know, like, you know, 50 feet up in the air. It was just yeah. crazy. They just, they did. And it's be- beautiful night too. Cause they, you know, once the sun went down, the, the temperature dropped. I have to mm-hmm. ask Mike how that works. And then um, there was a fireworks show, and we started after the fireworks. It really was just kind of like kind of a like a dream night, you know. There's there was no nothing, no no issue with power with uh, people. It's just everything was everything was just just ran like a like a top, just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was funny. It was like right as we were finishing, we, there was a, a little bit of uh, rain falling. Which really wasn't, it didn't amount to much, but whenever that happens, it's, it's, you panic. We kind of go into panic mode because we have been hit by, by storms before. We've lost gear in the past because of that. Fortunately, we should have known it wasn't going to be that bad because it wasn't windy. It wasn't like, if I think if a big storm was about to blow in, it would have been a bit yeah. more windy than it was. But still, you never know. It, yeah. You just don't know. The Texas, it could be the first two drops could mean that you're going to yeah. be, you're going to be swimming in an hour or you're, you know, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it can be so hot that the rain doesn't even touch the floor, yeah. you know, and we, it doesn't get to the, 
And we have played chicken with storms like that before and gotten burned because of it. But we've also, we've also, we used to, back in the day when we used to play at Fidel, we, for a long time, we had a, a very long streak where it would be threatening like 80% chance of rain. And somehow we'd managed to play our show like right in this window where the rain wasn't falling. And as soon as we, as soon as we finished backing up, then it would start just. <laughs> we went, I think we went, a couple, I think we had a couple of years of yeah, that. Where it it was, was insane. We drove through tornadoes on the way. <laughs> to austin and still played outside that yeah. night and drove home in a tornado it was just yeah, yeah. but then there was the, there was that day where uh we got hit we went to this is 10 years ago now but we we uh there were it was a week where the pogues were were touring through texas and we saw them a couple days in a row um we saw them in austin when we were playing at fidel and uh, then we saw them. I think that a couple a couple nights later in Houston, or Houston House yeah. of Blues. Yeah, but we also we did the pr- we did we played before they played. Yeah, at Austin, and then went to show. Went yeah, yeah then went to the show, and then we came back and, and we played afterwards. On. Yeah, or it, actually, it rained on us before we left. This is I think this is what happened. That we went, we played we played a set early. We we kind of arranged to start a little earlier so we could do the set and run to the, see the show and then come back and finish our show. And Fido, we planned all this with Fido ahead of time. So they were, they were cool with it. And at the end of this, this the set we played before Fido, it starts raining. So, and just very little warning. I mean, we just kept started coming down and, and buckets. And so we're basically throwing all the gear inside the pub, which is, there was a door. We fortunately, the, the way Fido was set up, there was an outdoor stage that we usually played on and right through this big swinging door was an indoor stage that adjoined, I mean, attached right there. So it wasn't, we didn't have to throw it very far, but still it was just this huge mess. snake pit of cables yeah. and everything's soaking Drenched. wet. And, you know, you, yeah. try, you try to get all the big speakers out and all the, all the powered stuff yeah. covered and moved, but it's, yeah. it, it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a circus. Like it is like trying to juggle spaghetti. Yeah. So we threw all that stuff in there and went to go see the pugs and we was standing in the rain, watching them play at, at, uh, at, uh, Stubbs. And then we came back to Fidel and, and we, we lost an hour because we, it took us another hour just to untangle that huge mess to get set back up again. That was, it was, that was, that was, that's, so that's, that's what's going through our heads every time rain starts falling on us because we want to avoid that. And I, I want to apologize because uh, our friends there, you know, an army of people descended on the stage, right. As the rain, right. As we finished that set to try to help us get the stuff out, uh, get out of harm's way. And, I have a really hard time delegating and because I'm, I tend to be kind of a control freak with the gear that, uh, you know, I, I wound up like taking mats out of people's hands so I could put them over the gear. Cause it was just a lot easier for me to, to just do it rather than to try to explain to everybody who was there what needed to be done. And also I was trying in the moment, I was trying to figure out what to do because we, is it urgent enough to pick up the gear and run to the van with it? Or do we just need to cover up the stuff? And so that was what was going through my yeah, head. Yeah, you should apologize. That was terrible. I, <laughs> I just felt bad because they just wanted to help, and I was acting like a grumpy man, kicking them off his lawn. You know, yeah, the rain turned out to be absolutely nothing. Yeah, it didn't. It, you know, but time, we did drive home in some. Yeah. So, you know, it, it came down pretty hard when we were. Yeah, we were getting closer to Houston, but still, still in all, perfect, perfect, perfect night. Yeah, yeah and uh, we're we're hoping to do that again. That was uh, extremely extremely um and, and energizing you know just just uh coming away from there and uh yeah it was a great way to i mean it would have been great under any circumstances but the fact that that was the last show we played before yeah to ireland now like, yeah give, give us a little shot in the arm yeah we 
Yeah, we played some of the new stuff too for the for the our friends that hadn't seen it yet, and that went over well too. So we're gonna have to get some, uh, have to get some, you know, get some more new stuff. It seemed to, yeah, yeah. There was a a, a fellow from College Station who came up last night to to ask specifically about Rain or Shine. He'd been coming to see us. Oh for yeah, many yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to know was that an original? I was like, yeah, it sure was. It's like, yes, it was so cool. So yeah, again. Uh, that that should be part of this this stuff I'm mixing. Yeah, if you want to hear it, uh, it will be on Blackguard's Live podcast, which I'm definitely kicking back into gear now. But in order to hear the, our, our original stuff at this point, you'll need to be a Patreon supporter. And also, I'm sorry, going to Ireland again, real yeah. quick. We're going to be playing with a a guy named Johnny Gallagher and the Box Tea Band. Yes, and uh, we're very excited about that. I've I've checked out checked him out on online, and a brilliant guitar player, great singer, great band. So when when we're over there, we're gonna we're gonna film some of that and show the yeah. show the yeah we're we're really excited about playing with them. They're they're, they're uh, um and hope you know if 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 things work out if they uh, you know maybe we can get them to come over here. But they're they're uh, kind of blues, kind of rock blues, very uh, lively and very just just really great guitar player. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought I was talking to uh, Grania from. Uh, Screaming Orphans. Yes. They're from Bundoran, where we're right. going to play with Johnny. And uh, I asked if he was any relation to 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 uh, Rory Gallagher, and she said no. So oh, I was, I, was <laughs> I thought, you know, because they're same neck of the woods, I thought, but no. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so so we're going to be, I'm just, I'm very, very excited to be playing with them because um, I've, I've seen their stuff, you know. <laughs> and we, you know, in 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 years gone by, we've uh, we've played with fantastic bands, uh, fan club, which uh, uh, used to be radio friendlies, mm-hmm. and of course our friends down in Cork, Dirty Voodoo, brilliant, yep. brilliant, brilliant band. Yeah. Uh, we you know we we have we played with some great people, and you know we're still keeping that going. So we're 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 yes, there'll be a lot of uh, footage coming in there. So, so yeah. just just uh, make friends with your computers and. You know, just stay home, call in sick, and we're going to be weird hours. We'll do the live stuff, but we'll also have some other stuff. So, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, keep an eye on us because it's going to be, this is going to be fantastic. And I would also say this too, you know, be nice to your boss, or if you are the boss, be nice to your employees because uh, next year is going to be epic. We're, 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 we're laying some uh, groundwork on this trip f- for next year. So, yeah. Going to come back with a lot of news. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It'll be very nice. Yep. Uh, so what else we got? Uh, we were talking a couple of weeks ago. Um, we were talking about vinyl, and I mentioned this old turntable and an old stereo receiver that I had that had been in my closet for decades, and I'd kind of forgotten about it. And uh, I actually don't even remember exactly. <laughs> I know who gave it to me. It was my, my dad's second wife who gave it to me when I was a teenager, uh, right when I was about to go to college and drop out. <laughs> the stereo I had died, and she, she gave me this, this, old, uh, this old stereo component system that she'd bought in the 1970s. But I, don't, I only used it, I think, for a few months that year, and then I think my dad kept it. This is where I, I'm kind of hazy, because I know it, obviously it came back into my possession at some point after I moved back from New York about 20 years ago, but then it just sat in my closet this whole time. <laughs> so after my, uh, Patrick and I have been talking about uh, vinyl and, and uh, you know, vintage stereo gear that it was right after we recorded that episode, I went back 
home and took that stuff out of the closet. And we, there was this right after we recorded a show that we, that I entitled uh, Speedo Sherwood taken after something that Patrick had said towards the end of the episode, referring to Sherwood forest fair, uh, the Sherwood Celtic festival and all that stuff. And <laughs> funnily, funnily enough, like after I'd already named the episode, I, I go and look at this, this old stereo receiver and it's a brand name Sherwood. Uh, <laughs> very, very odd. And it's, it's like from 1971 or 72 or something like that. Um, it's a beautiful piece of, uh, actually solid state. I thought, it, I thought for, for it being that old, I was kind of surprised it would solid state, but I think by the end of the 1960s that stereo equipment had most, most stereo equipment, I think at that point was already solid state, but anyway, I got it working. It still works. The, the only issue was, uh, there's the pots on the, on the dials, uh, the, the the part the moving parts of uh, of, the, of the dial are dirty so they when you when you turn the volume knob there's a lot of static that you have to kind of shake out before yeah. you can play it but once it's once it starts working once you get rid of that it's it's just warm and beautiful and the old uh, turntable I have is going to need a lot more uh, work to get working because there's too, so many moving parts I, I looked the the bottom there isn't even a, a bottom to it. You just turn it upside down. And you can see all the different. It's like it's, it's like the in, inside of a grandfather clock, and because there's so many moving parts, it it, it needs to be cleaned and and re lubricated and all that stuff. And I've just taken a drop it, you know, from waist high, just drop it to the ground. It usually works for me. Yeah, right. it'll, it'll be working. Fine. I, I actually did drop it by accident while I was trying to get it working. Well, I was just kidding. Well, I mean, <laughs> try it. Try it if you. The motor works. It just it'll it'll start spinning and then it just it just kind of uh, just stops turning. But my mom gave me her own. She had a turntable that that uh, from the eighties, <laughs> almost as old as the other one. Uh, that she hasn't been using, so um, I'm planning to fire that up when I have some time. I haven't actually had time yet, but I was I was actually playing songs through it uh, from my phone, uh, and it sounded surprisingly good. And that's when I for the first thing I did was turn on the radio because the radio tuner still works too. Yeah. So then then it occurred to me that oh wait a minute because it has even it just shows you how old these 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 connectors are. There's uh there's RCA connectors in the back for for different components where you plug, where you plug the turntable in or tape deck or whatever. And it's just crazy to me. This is this 40, 50 year old piece of machinery still uses the same cables that we use now. So I was able to use a little mini phone jack to uh, RCA and plug my phone into the back and queued up just, it was just the first thing that was on my phone because I'd just been listening to the new, the new remix of Abbey road, uh, the Beatles album, Abbey road that had just come out a few weeks ago. And uh, something, uh, George Harrison's song, the second song on the album, comes up. And even just playing off my phone, the the the, the quality of the sound <laughs> through this old receiver was just immediately noticeable. And it, my I was my jaw literally dropped, and tears came into my eyes because it was like it was like being transported back to uh, to you know the nineteen the eighties or seventies back when I used to listen to you know records. Yeah, yeah. And, and I heard somewhere that the, this year was the first year that vinyl outsold cds and is that right yeah that's, I, again i could be wrong but that's that's the i i didn't verify it you know but that was that that was one of the things i'd read that this year was the first year that the vinyl because I, I you know again our friends down at cactus records their their uh vinyl section now is is rivaling their cd collections so yeah yeah it's pretty that's crazy it's exciting yeah so i don't know what it is about about uh 
the electronic those those that old you know 1970s electronics that processes sound differently and the the, the best way i can describe it is just warmth and yeah um and i also had i had a couple of old a pair of bose speakers that that i'd forgotten that i had i don't even know where they came from i think my mom my mom and i were talking about it and she, she may have given them to me because she used to have uh she used to live in a two-story house and her stereo was upstairs and i think she was running speakers from one floor right, to the yeah. next yeah because i i had along with them i had this this uh this tangle of very long speaker cable yeah which hadn't been used it was like clipped off clean at both ends yeah so it's I was like, where did this come from? But after talking to my mom about it, I was like, that made sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably, she's probably, you know, again, with the stereo, it's like, I don't remember, I remember who gave it to me originally, but I don't remember how, because I know for, for most of my 20s and 30s, I, not my 30s, most of my 20s, I did not have it. And then suddenly I had it again. I just don't remember when exactly it came back into my possession. But the same thing with these speakers, like it, it's been, they've been in my closet for so long, I have no memory of when I actually acquired them. But uh, so that was that was a night that, that was the other thing that was kind of a um, a blast or kind of a traveling into the past was, you know, taking a razor blade <laughs> and stripping the speaker wire again so I could could hook up. And people who don't know this is who don't know who do, who've never had experience with these old component stereos. That's I don't know why, but that's how you hooked the speakers up to it. You, you've you've messed with this before in the past, right? Yeah, yeah my, my my well both my stereos Just now. So, yeah, yeah. yeah you, in order to hook up your speakers to your stereo, you literally had the strip. I mean, maybe you could buy them pre-stripped or anything, but you, yeah, you can buy them. Too, but but the, the, you had to expose the copper so you could yeah. put it into the yeah. You know, and it's 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 ridiculously involved, and I don't know why they they didn't come up with uh, just a, a regular standard speaker connector thing. You could just plug them in because most I mean, these days. Well, I think it's just because you could buy whatever length you want, and then I'd, yeah, and, and put put in yourself because you don't want. You know, you don't want to buy. That's yeah. You know, especially and you're running you're running speakers throughout your house, so you don't want you know yeah you, you, you know yeah. But yeah, it's it, it's a it, it it's still fun, and you know, I I understand the sound difference, and people don't. I don't listen to music on my phone. I don't like to wear headphones. I don't like to to run with headphones, and I don't like to headphones in the house. I like to so the the note the sound on the albums now, the LPs and the vinyl in the house is you know it it the warmth is the only way i can describe it it's because it's it's the even you know and the, those old records were mixed for records those old they, they were they were mixed in the studio for for vinyl yeah. so so yeah so all of those remastered or remixed or whatever cds you get they're still they're still thin sounding to 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 a record because of the because of the you know the way that they were recorded and the, you know yeah. in the instrumentation blah 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 so I I'm just again I can't uh, I can't even focus on anything right now because after I heard the the turntable mm-hmm. and the record is all I, I just I, I want to hear our, our our new record on that yeah that's 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 all I'm yeah that's all I keep thinking of yeah so I'm <laughs> so looking forward to that but I did I was doing that too I was I was t- taking some of our our recordings and playing them through you know, off my phone through the, this old stereo receiver. Um, so it was like the closest thing that I can get to hearing our stuff on vinyl, right? Yeah. Now. I was play, playing it through this old 50 year old receiver and it really does. It, it, it affects the sound. But I was also listening to mixes that I'd done for Blackguards live, uh, recent live recordings. And, and that, that's when I, one of the moments I've had recently, I realized how good <laughs> these live recordings sound that we're putting out right now that we're making available to 
people who subscribe to the podcast and our Patreon subscribers or supporters. But yeah, one of the one, one of the thing another thing I really love about this old receiver is the just the act of turning it on. That, that that's a, that's that really you know the the volume knob is also the power switch. You know you yeah you know, you, you know, there's this really satisfying kind of warm noise that you're easily satisfied, Chad. <laughs> it really is. It's, no. it's, it's, and then, you know, and then the, 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 the radio tuner lights, you know, kind of glow back glow into when they turn on and it's just, it's just, well, a, it's, it's nostalgic. It's, yeah, you know, it, it, it really it's, is. and I think that's one of the reasons why I got emotional because I was listening to the Beatles through this old thing, looking at this, this, this old piece of machinery glowing at yeah. me, you know, and it really was like I was being transported back to my, yeah. But anyway, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get moving. I've gotta get. I got a lot of stuff to do, and we got uh, we got places to go, and we're taking you all with us, whether you want to come or not. Because <laughs> uh, you know, this is going to be a big, big, big moment for us. We're we're, uh, we're excited about breaking new ground across the water, and uh, we're going to we're going to come back with a lot of information, a lot of uh, new ideas, and whatnot. So yeah, so stay close. You stay close, and also um. Um, there will be, you know, like I said, the next episode will will likely be pieced together from things I'm recording in the field, as it were, rather than sitting here with with our with our mics. Um, that there may be also little extra things that that don't make it into the show that will be uh, on Patreon, um, which, I'm, which I'm calling like supplemental episodes, yeah. like supplementals. Uh, so that that'll be going on as well. Uh, over the next uh, starting starting hopefully this week, but probably next week. Yeah. So, anyway, I, I'm I, yeah I'm I'm really looking forward to that because I I I enjoy although I enjoy your company, Chad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, um, it's it, it's just so much more fun when we have Wes and Mike in the in the mix. Yeah. And uh, you know, as as rough uh, or as as I mean, I, I think I think you did a good job in the last one. I didn't listen, but uh, <laughs> of course, not. but uh, you know. You, you you always do a good job, you know, with the audio quality, and uh, but it's just it's just so much more fun having that dynamic of all four of us, back yeah. and you know, throwing the stuff around, and it's going to be exciting because, like I say, we're 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 taking everybody on a new path, and we're um, we're just we're, we're just we're trying some things out that are going to be, uh, in a, you know, hopefully ingrained in the in the tours to come, and uh, we just we just we're working a lot of, a lot of different things, so we're. Uh, we're we're just uh, it's it's uh, we're like uh, like I, the, the, this whole time I keep looking across the way I've got stuff strewn out across the floor and looking at you know oh yeah I have to go get this and I have to make I and I actually made a list for the first time in months a pen and paper of list stuff. yeah to get and, ready for this trip yeah yeah and and I'm just well I, I have so much to do as well before I leave you yeah. know so so all that said it's it's a uh, it's a it's exciting time to be a blackguard no kidding you know so <laughs> all right thanks folks yeah thanks for listening and 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 yeah and if you have any uh like uh chad's going to be glued to this thing as well you know across the way you know if you uh if you think about it and you you, you know you want to know about anywhere any places that we are or what, at whatever time you know drop us a line too because we'll be uh we'll, we'll like we'll, chad said we're going to be piecing it together so yeah. Hopefully we can answer some of the questions over there. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. we're taking you with us whether you want to go or not. Right. So. Yeah. So next next time you hear us, we will be in Ireland. Yep. Can't wait. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Right. See you next time.